Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pashervis and joining me is Lead Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, starting over in the US, there is quite a lot on the calendar next week, but the attention will mainly fall on PCE inflation due out on Friday. Before that, though, we have the FOMC minutes coming up on Wednesday. What are investors looking out for and how might the dollar react to the upcoming data? Well, Maria, the PCE price index, uh, which the Fed pays a little more, bit more attention to than the CPI measure, uh, will be important because we've been getting uh, some indications from the CPI readings that maybe inflation in the UK uh, is finally slowing. Uh, although the CPI print came in above expectations, it did. It was lower than the previous month uh, on a year-on-year basis. Uh, so if we get a similar, start to see a similar slowdown in the core PCE price index, uh, then that would raise hopes uh, that uh, you know we are around about uh, the point where inflation is picking in the US uh, and the Fed is also hoping the same uh, thing uh, and uh, that's got probably going to be uh, perhaps what uh, investors will be looking most uh, in the minutes of the May meeting. Uh, we've already had quite a lot of Fed speakers uh, make uh, you know uh, making remarks lately uh, quite a lot of appearances from fed officials so we know what they're thinking right now uh, but you know if you get further confirmation perhaps within the minutes that uh, you know regarding their views at least on inflation if they're uh, you know fairly confident that um, prices should be picking soon uh, that would further bolster uh, the the view that you know um, we're probably around about peak inflation, at least in the United States. But there's going to be quite a lot of other data uh, as well, such as the flash PMIs for May. Uh, these aren't the ISM PMIs, these are the S&P Global PMIs. Uh, although they're not quite as important as the ISM, you know, because the, the, we get flash readings for these ones, uh, investors will be paying attention because uh, there are now some worries that the US economy is or has may have started to slow down uh, as well because of this big jump uh, in prices on just about everything uh, that's really pressuring both businesses uh, and consumers. Uh, there's going to be some housing data. There's concerns about the slowing housing market as well in the US uh, and the personal income and consumption numbers. Uh, these ones less of a worry because, um, you know, even until uh, April, these were uh, fairly uh, pro expected to have been fairly upbeat, uh, but uh, if we get overall uh, weak data, it could weigh on the US dollar. It would add to uh, concerns that uh, you know US economy isn't quite as resilient as previously thought, uh, and uh, soft inflation numbers on top of that would further weigh on the dollar. But uh, again, any surprise, especially uh, inflation, if PC inflation comes up a little bit stronger than expected, uh, we could see maybe the dollar picking up some steam again. Moving over to Europe now, uh, we have flash PMIs for the Eurozone and the UK out on Tuesday. Although there has been a great deal of doom and gloom in the markets lately, are investors overlooking some bright spots in the Euro area and the UK? And what's the outlook for the Euro and the pound? I think investors have become a little bit too pessimistic uh, for Europe. Yes, uh, certainly uh, the huge spike in energy 
prices uh, is uh, a big headwind uh, for businesses and consumers uh, but you know there's still quite a bit of momentum in the eurozone economy because uh, you know we've had the gradual uh, lifting of all uh, virus restrictions so that's still kind of fitting through uh, to uh, consumption to the you know reopening boost uh, and in the UK uh, although you know UK maybe is uh, one step ahead in terms of the uh, reopening uh, so less impact uh, to be have to be seeing now in the UK uh, there is a very tight labor market in the UK, uh, so that means uh, wages uh, are rising more strongly than in Europe. So that might still be supporting consumption in the UK, despite all the gloom. We did just have the retail sales numbers, uh, which were better than expected uh, out of the UK. Uh, so you know we shouldn't completely rule out uh, some positivity in the incoming data, uh, and especially now that the dollar is uh, seeing a bit of a pull back uh, we could see uh, an ups, uh, upswing maybe a little bit at least in the euro and pound should there be any positive surprises. Taking a look at New Zealand, the RBNZ will hold a policy meeting next week and will probably tighten for a fifth time. What are the main risks for the Kiwi from this meeting? Well, I think the RBNZ is almost certain to hike rates by uh, another 50 basis points. Uh, they did, uh, by, they went by 50 the last time, um, but maybe this one will be the last. Uh, we recently got the inflation expectation survey. The, this is the RBNZ's own survey, uh, and it, although overall we, we're seeing inflation expectations rise, uh, there were also uh, some signs that maybe uh, inflation expectations are picking uh, and so DRBNZ might perhaps tone down their hawkish rhetoric they might say uh, we don't need to go 50 basis points uh, again uh, so if they do signal this um, then that would be negative uh, for uh, for the Kiwi so basically uh, the rate hike passed which they're going to um, flag at the meeting this will be more important than the decision itself. And finally, in neighboring Australia, we'll get flash PMIs on Tuesday, as well as quarterly data on construction and business spending. How are they likely to affect the outlook for the Aussie ahead of the next RBA meeting in June? Well, the Aussie has taken quite a bit of a hit from uh, the lockdowns in China. Uh, so the flash PMIs, because they're the most forward-looking data, uh, they will be perhaps the first uh, clue as to whether or not the Australian economy has been impacted uh, from the lockdowns in Shanghai and Beijing, because of course China, uh, Australia does export quite a bit uh, to uh, China. Um, and uh, business spending had uh, also maybe uh, not picked up enough momentum. Uh, it was fairly weak in the second half of 2021. So um you know a strong number for the first quarter uh you know would perhaps give the rba more confidence to raise rates more aggressively when it meets uh, in the beginning uh, of june uh so i think uh you know the overall you know, if we get uh, an upbeat set of numbers out of australia uh that would bolster uh, the case for a more aggressive move by the rba otherwise you know if we get uh, some um, not so great numbers, uh, we could see the Aussie uh, being impacted from this negatively. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com.
For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.